listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Let's focus on Teddy Bridgewater. Take you across the league with a great friend of the NFL on TuneIn, Super Bowl champion Willie Cologne, former Steelers and Jets offensive lineman. Willie, my friend, it's been a while. How are you? All is well. How you guys doing? We're living the dream. Did we miss you on Radio Row at the Super Bowl? What happened in Minnesota? Were you there? No, I was not there. Uh, I stay. I decided to uh, stay at home this year. You're a smart man. You didn't miss anything. We were held hostage <laughs> yeah, inside a mall. I heard it was pretty cold. Yeah, this just in. It's cold in late January in Minnesota. Let me get you to your old team. Do you like the pickup of Teddy Bridgewater? How long do you think it's going to take for him to emerge as the starter? Well, I imagine since he's been, you know, he's been on the shelf for roughly about two years. Um, you know, I expect him to be ready to go. Honestly, I don't think there should be any setback. Uh, I do know the Jets have a great medical staff, and they'll probably stay on top of him in his rehab. And you know, I think right now, you know, there's reports that Josh McCown has been named a starter. Um, but I think competition is always good. So if Teddy can push Josh, or or vice versa, it only makes the Jets better. Really great to have you as always. Um... When you look at these quarterbacks that have been selected um, as far as free agency to some of these football teams, of course, we know Sam Bradford. We can understand the one-year deal for $20 bucks. Mike Glennon, I think he just keeps on surviving and getting more money every time you look around. But Kirk Cousins, the numbers that he has, $84 bucks guaranteed, how do you justify that on a team that was already very good with the Case Keenum, and now that they have him, is it Super Bowl or bust? I definitely think it's Super Bowl bus. Uh, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of you know people talking like, well, you know, the Jets should have somehow landed Kirk Cousins, but at the end of the day, they just didn't have enough pieces. And money's one thing. The Jets would have given a lot of money. Uh, I assume probably more than what the Vikings gave him. But if if, if you're Kirk Cousins, I mean, eleven fifteen. Now his individual stats are good, but you know, Cordell, you don't play for Pro Bowls, you play for Super Bowls. So I think he realized uh, his home. His new home was in Minnesota. It's indoors. They have the pieces. Uh, they, they they went to the playoffs last year. It was a no brainer. And I think you know I think it would have been unfair for Kurt to come to New York and people would have expected him to be a world beater. Uh, you know the Jets, the Jets have a lot of holes on that team. They still have to fill up, and I think they're doing a good job in free agency. But we don't have a you know our receiver core is up in the air. Who knows what's going to happen to Robbie Anderson? Uh, they were able to bring back Quincy Inouye. Uh but there's still a lot of pieces they got to kind of get on board and I think Kirk just made a great decision. He got the money and he got the talent so it was a win for him. Taking you across the league with Super Bowl champion Willie Colon. Willie, there was a lot of speculation that A.J. McCarron would be in demand when he got the free agency. Not the case. Are you surprised at all he did not do better financially and had to settle for a low money deal with the Bills? Yeah, I was surprised. I I, I thought he was going to land in Cleveland. Obviously him and uh, uh, Hugh Jackson have a relationship from the days in Cincinnati. I didn't I expected him to land there. For him to go to Buffalo, uh, I can understand the sense of urgency on Buffalo's part because they got to get a quarterback. It was a tie rod uh, picked up and left. But uh, I, if I'm McCarron, I'm still worried. I can see the Buffalo Bills still trying to make a push for potentially another quarterback uh, for somebody that can help them in the future, and, or they can go left tackle. Everybody knows that Glenn is, uh, has got up and has gone up and left. So it's 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 one of those situations. If I'm AJ, you know he has to have a big chip on his shoulder. He's going to have to uh, really get it done because I expect him to be somewhere. Uh, with a lot more money. I'm sorry that it worked out that way for him. The Steelers have always been known to 
to allow their running backs to somewhat be out of the door uh, at least by 30 years of age. Uh, you have Le'Veon Bell's 26. They're steadily giving him the franchise tag. How do you think that thing works out by time, uh, let's just say the franchise tag delays or being able to restructure a deal to give him a long-term one? Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm not shocked by this one. I mean, they still don't have a lot of money. I think they only have $70 million in cap space. Uh, uh, Seven million in cap space, uh, to be exact, and I think you know Le'Veon. Yeah, he, he's a dynamic player. He does a lot, you know, and I can understand him getting up in age and he, he's he's landing out there all the time. And, and he's one of those players that you know a lot of people talk about Antonio Brown, but I don't think Steelers go as far as they did last year uh, without Le'Veon. And that's the honestly got truth. So it's it's one of the things where I can see Le'Veon holding out. Um, I know you talked about he's going to be there week one in the building, but. You know, for me, I don't think his, the leverage is now on his part. I would, I would prepare to maybe hold out uh, later going into the season because I think they need to pay him and kind of work it out somehow. Chatting with Super Bowl champion Willie Colon on the NFL on TuneIn. Willie, I've seen you on TV. You're becoming a star in New York City. So let's talk about the Giants. Let's say the Browns take a quarterback with the number one overall pick, and it's Sam Darnold. What do you think the Giants are doing at number two? You know, it's tough because I really think they need a running back. Um, and, I, and I know that they got Jonathan Stewart, and uh, but I, I think they still got to find a, a guy who yeah, – I think they got to get somebody who's a blockbuster player, and I think that's who Barkley is, Shaquan Barkley from Penn State. Uh, I think he, he, he can be on your team for the next six, seven, eight years. Um, but at the end of the day, you got to address the all-line issues. Um, you can't go just two years in a row. Uh, there's no question that the Giants' offensive alignment is just atrocious. And so, uh, yeah, I can see them go both ways. I can see them getting offensive linemen. I can also see him taking Barkley. Uh, but, you know, we'll see. Baker Mayfield, many say that he reminds them of a Johnny Manziel, uh, but I just think his passing skills for his throwing the football is, is much better than, and I would say from an accurate standpoint, most of the guys that are in this draft. Uh, but give me your take on what do you think he'll be like in the National Football League, considering that it's so close to being similar, uh, let's just say, to a Johnny Mandel. Yeah, I don't I don't have a problem with the chip on the shoulder story. I, I like that, honestly. Um, I'm not worried about the, his height and his hands. Uh, I'm just worried about can he handle the, the pass rush of the NFL. I watched him in that Georgia game. He didn't handle it well. He didn't handle it well. And I felt like, you know, when Georgia's – uh, defensive line got after him, and, and the system wasn't clicking as as well as he wanted to. He he seemed to be rattled. Um, I know he can make the throws. Uh, I watched a little bit of his pro. Concern with him is, you know, can he win a game on his arm alone? Because that's a question. You, you know, Cordell, you can run all you want. I don't think he has. A, I know he's fast and he's quick, but I don't think he has a type of speed like a Mike Vick or Lamar Jackson who can outrun guys. Uh, I think he's a scrambling quarterback, but. When they isolate you and they collapse that pocket, can you sit in the pocket and make all the throws to win a game? I don't know if he has that. Well, as a former player, how much of a game changer is the nature of Kirk Cousins' deal in Minnesota fully guaranteed? Do you think this is going to be precedent-setting and Aaron Rodgers, uh, Matt Ryan, other marquee quarterbacks can do even better? Yeah, I, I expect them to kind of break the bank and, and rip it open, honestly. I mean, if you're giving Kirk that type of money, A-Rod, who's proven, Matt Ryan, who's proven, uh, I, I, couldn't imagine, I, can't even, I can't even daydream or dream about the numbers A-Rod is going to get. I think it's going to be absolute out of this world. 
Well, you mentioned Bacon breaking the bank. I mean, there's been a, a couple of bank-breaking contracts out there, not just talking about players, but coaches and John Gruden. Ten-year, 100 million bucks. Do you think he's ready to, to, to deal with the changes with social media to how the game is now played in comparison, comparison to how it was before to where he can get this Oakland Raiders team back on track? Yeah, because he has Derek Carr, and he, he has a line. He has an offensive line I know last year. Uh, struggled with uh, they struggled with being the guys they knew they could be. And I mean, if you went to last season, the Oakland Raiders offensive line was top five easily. So I think he's going to get those guys up and going. Derek Carr is excited. Um, he's probably going to really be a little bit more of a disciplinarian. And uh, I think for John Gruden at this point, you know, even though the last time he there was no social social media, the last time he was coaching, but I think there's sometimes something about old school football gets guys back in the fight. And I think he knows how to motivate guys. And I think he's honest about his approach. And that guy's respecting. They've been watching him on TV. They know he knows what he's talking about. So it's just a matter of him getting that team up and running. And, you know, what is he going to do with beast mode? You know, how is he going to get him back and being the type of ball player they know he can be? Finally, Willie, you've become a media mogul. Let our audience know what you're doing with Barstool Sports. Yeah, so I do Barstool uh, Sports on Sirius uh, XM Radio. Um pretty much from 7 to 9 on Power 85 and we're talking all things sports and, and, and insanity and uh, just having fun, just just living, living my best life, man. That's all. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown! The National Football League is on. Tune in.